Sunday, January 27, 2019, 6.33 p.m. Hey, C. Last night after studying a bit, I ended up being a designated driver for my dad and uncle because they wanted to go to someone's house to drink. I've long ago offered this to them as I don't like it when they drink and drive. I ended up sleeping way past my bedtime at 1 a.m. I entertained myself by being on the apps. Talk to someone sad, like attempted suicide at 15, and now she's 35, divorced with five kids sad. I let the conversation fizzle out. I have to watch myself and my attraction to broken birds. After waking up later than usual, I cooked breakfast, got ready, and headed out. I updated my journal while waiting for a group writing safety class that I am required to go to. Writing made my hand hurt, and I resolved not to put off updates for too long. I felt myself ruminating more than usual while driving, but I tried to stay present. I went to class. I had fun. Saw some people I've met during the rides and learned how to change a flat. I'm going to grab an early dinner and get some studying time in before going home. Thanks, C. Monday, January 28, 2019. 6.54 p.m. Hi, C. I stayed home last night and had a quiet night in. I woke up at 5.30 and it was way too early, so I ended up waking past 8. I loaded up my gear and drove to where I was going to ride so I can do my first metric century of the year. During the ride, I was congratulating myself for being such a good friend to myself by going on a bike ride. By mile 55, I was questioning why I subject my body to such horrors and asked what am I trying to prove anyway? The answers were, because it's fun, it's a celebration of what my body can do, and because I've been told all my life that I'm a delicate little flower. Also, a lesson in believing in myself, and it has to start from me. I let myself get scared by what and who other people tell me I am, but I'm asserting myself and I tell me that I don't have to be anyone but myself, and I can be the best version of me I can be on my terms. What other people think of me will be influenced by what I think of myself. It may just be the endorphins t talking, but I just have to be patient with myself. All these life skills take time, and I need to practice. It's hard to learn to walk when I've had crutches and safety nets around me all my life. I also tweaked my hydration and nutrition routine. I went home, ate, showered, and now I'm on my way to an appointment and studying after. Thanks, C. I'll see you tomorrow at 10.30. I sent her a picture of clouds that I took and I told them it looked like um, Super Mario World clouds and she said this is great yes everything takes practice 
No one can run after they have just learned to crawl. Tuesday, January 29, 2019, 6.09 p.m. Hey, I woke up today feeling great. I let Casper stay in bed because he was a bit cold. I was texting with law school friends before they slept. They're happy I'm doing what I'm doing, but they're a little concerned that I'm doing all this writing alone. They worry that I'll get hurt and there's no one to help me. They had the same reaction when I drove across the country alone. Even strangers I've met had the same reactions during the trip. I assured them that as long as I'm conscious, I can call for help, and I have ID on me at all times. I prepared breakfast, cleaned up, and left. I was a bit early, so I hung out at the McDonald's on Wilcrest and did some writing. I felt great before and after seeing you. I was texting my Italian friend, and he was telling me about him meditating about me and how we send positive thoughts to each other every day. I realized at your door that I will be back in two days, and the thought made me glad. I wasn't in agony or distressed over the weekend or anything, but it was a comforting thought that Thursday isn't too far away. After seeing you, I went straight to the store to get a more extensive bike fit. Lasers were involved, and it took more than an hour. I'm really excited to try out the new fit. It's another beautiful day, and I almost feel bad that I got scared by the cold weather forecast. I had lunch and picked up prescriptions. I finally got to the cafe late afternoon. I'll be here a while. I started working on homework driving back from lunch. The thoughts that I am undateable and that all I'm ready for are one-night stands crept into my head. I was able to dispel those thoughts after a while, but again, I truly felt that I will be too much in my head to be in a relationship. I didn't feel that attractive. I consoled myself by saying I'm a fun person I'm great company. I'll just entertain myself. I'm heckin' cute. I'm fairly smart. And whatever will happen will happen. I don't need a relationship right now. The tech who worked on me last night shared that she was in an abusive relationship and it messed her up. She couldn't be in a relationship for years. Her energy might have leached into me a little bit. It's hard to imagine being in love again. I don't think I'm fully past I, and I'm afraid of regressing. I think I was stopping myself from feeling too much while I was talking earlier. I was afraid I will think about I, and I'm going to cry. I'm not afraid to cry in front of my professional secret keeper. I'm just afraid to cry in the first place. I wasn't ready for it. I'm getting concerned that I'm developing new fears and it's going to slow me down. I'll work on it. Thank you, C. She replied, developing new fears, afraid to cry, afraid of regressing. 
I love the professional secret keeper. I should put that on my business card. And I replied, it totally fits. You're like a living, breathing journal. The best I've ever had. Just got out of a 40-minute phone call with I. She texted six minutes after you did. I had planned to ask her about her results earlier. It's almost like I summoned her. She doesn't have cancer. I'm so relieved and happy for her. No tears. She's happy I'm cycling again. It's far cry from Christmas Eve. Wednesday, January 30, 2019, 6.10 p.m. Hi, C. I just studied last night, had dinner, cleaned up, studied some maps, and went to sleep at a reasonable hour. Dreamt I was in a stadium to attend an Apple VR event. I lost a white and brown striped bag, which contained my phone. Lost and found didn't have it. Someone came into a room to have a knife fight with me. They found my fighting skills so laughable, they just gave me their knives so I can defend myself. The knives were fake, and they didn't work. I stayed in bed for a bit and distracted myself with my phone. I felt it was too early to get up. I played with Casper got ready and went to the lab to have my blood work done. I wasn't as nervous, but I still dreaded it. I went home, had breakfast, and I considered going to the museum to look at dinosaurs and later to the big red button to play with it. It was my brain asking for permission to procrastinate, but I decided against it. I also didn't feel strong enough to square up against the dinosaur today. Sometimes when I check route maps, I see how close I am to where E lives. Exposure will help. My anxiety about the exposure to what I fear is far worse than the actual thing. I hope. I'm starting to just not want to think about it or her anymore. The thoughts are too heavy and I want to just let them go. They're inconvenient. I noticed I didn't think about her until I did so briefly about 2 p.m. today. I was missing I today. I was happy we spoke, but I had to actively remind myself exactly why I'm not with her. I imagined going back to her, being hugged and kissed and touched and comforted by her. I thought about living in the house we shared the rustle of the trees and the wind that I could hear from the bedroom window. It made me tear up a couple of times. I could still hear her voice. I realized I only think and speak in her language when I'm expressing affection, and it's okay. She had said yesterday she felt responsible for me. As she was telling me of her troubles, I kept thinking... How do I fix it? I couldn't fix it. And so I just listened. I had to cry in the cafe restroom writing and reading this. It was too hard. I was distracting myself with thoughts of random girl and tried to tell myself that 
I will feel things again someday, most likely with other people. For now, I have to come to terms with my feelings for I and the process of reconciling them with showing love for myself. Flitting from girl to girl and running away isn't what I want for myself. I want to be anchored enough on myself so that home base is me and I don't have to run away anymore. Amazingly, I was still able to study despite being distracted today. It was a slog, but I'm glad I got something accomplished. I plan to go to a yoga class or swim tonight after dinner. Probably swim. I'll see you tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. See, thank you. Thursday, January 31st, 2019, 6.23 p.m. Hey, see, I didn't swim or go to yoga class last night. Dinner with parents ran late and I felt tired. I fell asleep almost immediately. I loved that it was cold and Casper was extra snuggly. I dreamt that I was trying to get out of a house under construction, but I couldn't fit the window I was trying to escape out of. I woke up early and thought about my day. I had breakfast with my parents. They're celebrating 31 or 38 years of marriage today. It's good we had the dinner last night. I got ready to go see you. I felt light. After seeing you, I went home. My dad and I were going to go pick up the car, but it's not ready yet, so we ended up at Home Depot with Casper. We went home, had lunch. The mechanic was going to drop off the car and pick up the other car so I couldn't leave the house. I decided it's a nice, cold, rainy afternoon, perfect for a nap. I took a nap with Casper and dealt with the mechanic when he came. I left and bought something from Academy for my dad. I'm going to spend the rest of the day studying. Social ride was canceled tonight anyway on account of the weather. I felt great before during and after the session. I was looking back on it and I don't think I've smiled as much during a session as I did earlier. I was prepared to cry, but it was nice that I didn't feel like it. Looking back on the whole day, I don't think I've smiled as much as I did today in a while. I like it. The smile feels good on my face and I'm not doubting it or overanalyzing it too much. Just feeling and trusting the happiness for the most part. Thanks, C. Friday, February 1, 2019, 6.13 p.m. Hi, C. I woke up feeling a bit sad today. I didn't want to ask myself why. I just distracted myself with my phone just before getting out of bed. I had breakfast, took care of Casper, got ready, and left. I went to the bank 
and had my car detailed. It took a while, so I used the time to update the journal. It made me feel productive, and the sadness melted away. On the way to lunch, I was listening to a song that made me feel melancholic. I missed I. I remembered the good times and felt the sadness from that particular chapter of my life being over. I would normally have just skipped the track, but I have observed myself shying away from new music, movies, or books unless I know they are safe, i.e. they won't make me sad or trigger inconvenient feelings. I've been doing this for years. I let myself listen, and the resulting feelings weren't as bad as I thought they would be. I camped out at a cafe to watch lectures and do quizzes. After a while of doing that, the incident with my high school teacher who taught values education popped in my head. I had almost forgotten her name. I've told you about her in the past, in passing before, I think, but when I was 14, she had me summoned to a dimly lit and empty classroom. She must have been in her mid-twenties. We talked for a bit, and she said she was having a headache. Before I knew it, I was massaging her head. I don't know if I volunteered or she asked me to massage her, but I remember alarm bells going off in my head and the intense urge to get out of there as quickly as possible because someone will see. I didn't count it as anything for the longest time, but it took me thinking about any other 14-year-old being in physical contact with a teacher like that and yeah, it's at the very least inappropriate. My sister is now open to meeting my parents again. I tried to hold back on being curt while I planned the weekend with her, but I'm glad they're going to meet. My indignation over the whole thing is still on hold until after the test, hoping it'll blow over by then. Still watching lectures and doing quizzes. Doing well on the questions and I'm having a good time. My back's been hurting the whole day, so I'll do some yoga at home later to stretch it out. I'm really excited about my training ride tomorrow with the new bike fit. Already studied the maps and have my gear ready. Thanks, C. Saturday, February 2, 2019, 6.09 p.m. Hello, C. Last night, I thought I was coming down with a cold, so I went to bed early. For some reason, I thought I needed the release of playing with myself before a big-ish ride, so I did. Thought of random girl again. I think she came ugh, into my life at the right time. Totally have my sex drive back. I think I may have found her social media profile last night. Still a lot of doubt as to if it's really her, but it looks like she's married. It explains a lot. 
I've had impure thoughts about a married woman before. She was the same friend who called me naive and encouraged dalliances. But I thought briefly about what sort of person I'm becoming by being okay with the possibility of hooking up with random girl. Anyway, I decided not to pull on that thread since it's just not probable. Today, I woke up with my alarm and had breakfast. I got ready and I left on time for the training ride. Saw a few people I know and interacted with new folks. I had a lot of trouble changing the channel for about 15 or so miles of the ride. I was on the E channel. A good hour at least. Mainly, I just didn't know what channel to watch and I couldn't bring up the me channel. I tried to focus on what I was doing, but it wasn't working. Partly because I was getting clobbered by the hills. I almost gave up several times and I had to walk up halfway this one particular hill. That was a grade 9.5. The hills were very discouraging and that was the channel that I was on. I honestly wanted to text you or someone that I wanted to give up. And I wanted to cry. Then I didn't because I couldn't because I was too busy pedaling or catching my breath. I spoke to the person running the last rest stop and she was very encouraging. She also promised me that there would be no more hills as nefarious as the ones I just went through. And she said she will make sure that I will make it. I felt bad that I was one of the last people to finish the route. It was silly that I felt I was inconveniencing the organizers, but I got over it eventually. It was 51 miles. A new cycling friend from the club was waiting for me at the end and asked if I'm going to the lunch. She sent the location to me and I went. Had a good time just socializing and resting. Got some good tips for climbing hills from the old pros. I felt great driving home. I was again questioning my life choices while I was struggling up the nastiest hills I've ever come across. But later, I remembered I was doing it for the feeling of accomplishment. The negative, I can't do this, feelings from before melted away. Or maybe I just forgot them already. I took Casper to the dog park, showered, and I'm thinking I should probably just rest now. Thanks, see.